0: Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the new Corner Office, the podcast where we share strategies for thriving in the new world of work, where location and hours are more flexible than in the past. Today's tip is about how to make the most of virtual conferences. With in-person gatherings still restricted, many professional groups are hosting their 2020 and 2021 conferences virtually. Using these occasions profitably, involves a bit more strategy than just going in person. But there are some upsides to the virtual model too. When people first began working from home because of the coronavirus, many folks tried to replicate whatever they would have done in person. But many months in, we're learning to innovate rather than just replicate. The virtual world is like the in-person world but different in some fundamental respects. When it comes to conferences, there is this key difference. An in-person one requires you to go somewhere. It is a day or several days apart. You are focused on being outside your usual work life, and in many cases, you are set apart from your personal responsibilities too. With virtual conferences, on the other hand, you are still enmeshed in your personal life. Most likely, you are in the same home office that you were before. If you were supervising kids' digital learning, you are still doing that. If you had traveled to a conference for four days, you would have hired a dog walker, put your dog in an overnight care place, but you don't do that for a virtual conference, so you still have to stop now and then to walk the dog. Same with all responsibilities. The point is that real life continues. The conference organizers who are realizing that have made a few concessions to this reality. In general, the programming is more limited, a few hours rather than running from breakfast sessions to late-night hospitality suites. That's because most people will still be doing their regular work around it. And second, each session is shorter. People can't be shut in a room for 90 minutes. They might watch a 25-minute session. They probably won't stay for a two-hour one. Also, Zoom happy hours cannot be free-for-alls. You need to put people in small, facilitated groups of fewer than 10 folks in order for any real networking to occur. So hopefully, whatever virtual conferences you are attending have figured this out. But regardless, you can make the most of the ones that you do attend. While in-person conferences are primarily about seeing people in person that you don't work with directly, virtual conferences will be more focused on the programming. So really study the guide. Make a note of which sessions you think will be most useful to you. Since you are choosing fewer per day, you can truly commit to these. Go ahead and hard schedule them into your calendar. Then use the occasion of the conference to do some of the networking that you would have done in the past. Look through attendees to see who you know in person or virtually. Send notes to these people. One useful reason to reach out. Tell them which sessions you'll be attending because you thought they looked good. If these people have not taken the time to study the guide, they'll be happy that you are providing this service for them. You can also suggest getting together for the same sorts of virtual coffees you would have. One idea is to schedule a debrief after any sessions you attend together with people. You can discuss the material. It's easy enough to call or set up your own Zoom session if you've got more than one person. Networking is all about looking for authentic reasons to get in touch with people. And this is definitely one. And you can obviously take advantage of any social programming the conference has set up too. Volunteer to do one-on-one mentoring sessions. And if there are small breakout sessions, sign up for those too. There's really no good way to bump into people in the hallway or talk with new folks while you're in line for the restroom. So you are going to have to take advantage of any opportunities to do small group interactions that you can. There are definitely some things that are less than ideal with virtual conferences. But, and this is an important thing to keep in mind, precisely because you are not going somewhere for multiple days, you can attend more virtual conferences than you would have gone to in person. You don't have to find overnight childcare or book extra hours. You don't have to spend money flying somewhere and staying in a hotel. So you could probably do two conferences for the price of one in the past, if not more, because some organizations are charging less for virtual programming than in person, which makes some sense. They're not paying for venues, meals, security, and so forth. So at least some places are passing along the savings. So rather than pinning all your hopes on one conference this year, Try to attend a few and be satisfied with slightly less networking magnificence from each. It's not going to be the same, but it doesn't have to be the same. We can innovate rather than replicate. And while not all is great, we can be happy about some new upsides, too. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to succeeding in the new corner office. The New Corner Office is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. All right, come here.